Yes, people can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed clearly and effectively. Welcome to the Research and Destroy podcast. Here's what we do. Step one, we take a subject. Step two, research the shit out of that subject. And step three, destroy the subject as we discuss what we found. With your hosts, John, Adam, and Justin. Host one, John Leary. Host two, Adam Couchy. Host three, Justin. In today's episode, (laughs) we kind of did it. Good job. All right. In today's episode, we are talking about modern day adventurers. And, um... I think what when I came up with the idea, I think I think came up with the idea. And what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I don't remember. I'm I didn't want to take somebody's credit. Is the point I'm making yeah. there? Anyways, uh, I kind of thought, well, are there any any people that are like Indiana Jones now, like in modern times? That's kind of like real life Indiana Jones is kind of what I was picturing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's where I personally ended up, <laughs> but uh, yeah. an adventurer is someone that's uh, you know. There's kind of a couple different ways you can be an adventurer: person who seeks adventures. And adventures are like great journeys or uh, discovering new things, that kind of stuff. Living an extraordinary life, right? That's an adventurer. Uh, A seeker of fortune, daring enterprises, soldier of fortune. That's kind of one. A person who Mm. undertakes great commercial risk. That's they're also considered adventurers sometimes. Eh, I I mean, I don't, I don't. That's not that wasn't the scope of my stuff. But um, Adam, when we started researching this and we first discussed this topic, what kind of stuff were you looking for? I guess initially I was looking for something probably similar to you, like finding people that are doing very interesting lives. Like I know, you know, Indiana Jones is kind of what comes to most people's minds, I think. And that's kind of an unrealistic representation of how people really are. I would say you'd be breaking like, John's heart right now. <laughs> it's not real. Okay. <laughs> but like Bear Grylls maybe is kind of like that sort of, even though it's for TV and he's done it for real before, or maybe like even Anthony Bourdain. You know, type of people where they go around the world and do stuff, but even though they're sampling cuisine, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of people out there that do crazy cool stuff. You forgot to mention Guy Fieri. That's the trifecta. Oh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. (laughs) I am exploding over here. You guys are killing me. You you got anything more to say, Adam? Are these all your people? (laughs) It's Guy Fieri. Got him. How you identify all your your? No, no, no. Listen, I am not going to interrupt. Excuse me. Interrupt your uh, your your diatribe here. So if you Mm -hmm. if you diatribe, that's it. I apologize. The wrong word. Monologue. Um, So literally, when you when you the first thing I found with adventurers is basically people. The idea of Indiana Jones is taken Mm -hmm. from like a whole bunch of different characters who literally have most of the same attributes as Indiana Jones. The hat. (laughs) No, no. I'm talking. Run-ins with Nazis. I'm talking trips to South America. Not trips, I should say. Adventures <laughs> to South America. V- vacays to South America. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, adventures in South America. Um, takes place at the, be- the beginning of this century. Uh, or excuse me, last century. Nice save. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're professors at prominent universities. I mean, I'm finding all sorts of people that have all these attributes. So it's based really? on. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh. BuzzFeed, top 10. So, you were looking <laughs> When you were looking for adventures, you just literally typed in Indiana Jones lookalike. He, he typed no, he typed in modern day Indiana Jones. I guarantee it. At not one point did I type Indiana Jones into my Google machine at all. Yeah, it was. I'm he like, said Doctor Jones. Well, hey, <laughs> his name is Henry. Thank you very much, Henry Jones. You named yourself well, Doctor the Dog. What would you? What were you thinking, Justin? Um, was that, I was thinking. Jones? So I kind of already had somebody in mind when I thought of it, uh, and that is who I ended up going. Oh, thank with. you. 
Really? <laughs> yeah, but he's not really a swing through jungle ruins type adventure. He just lived a very adventurous life. Okay. All right. You know, if you think about it, guys like Neil 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 Armstrong is an adventurer. Really? I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think what I was I think we were all picturing more people that were adventuring around Earth less than yeah. a single yeah. achievement of being an astronaut. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. didn't want to discredit the achievements of astronauts because I feel like those are pretty like the first astronauts. Those are pretty much like what about those, the, those are some <laughs> the current ones. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're kind of you're you're mixing up adventurer and being a pioneer in a field. Ooh, I think those. Ooh. Yeah, sometimes are interchangeable. But not always. Yeah. How does Webster's define pioneer? I don't know. How does Alexa define pioneer? Alexa, define pioneer. As a noun, pioneer is usually defined as. All right, Alexa, be quiet. Alexa, stop. Why do you have an abusive relationship with Alexa? <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, they had no emotions, man. This isn't Terminator over here. It's going to be. You That's keep talking to it like that. <laughs> That's interesting though, that you say that because like, I don't know, like imagine being like an astronaut, the late, I know we're on a tangent here, but imagine like late fifties, early sixties. And it's like, nobody's ever been to space. And they're like, I'll fucking go to space. That seems like an adventure, right? Yeah. Didn't you yeah. just watch a movie about this is why it's so hot on your brain? Yeah, well, okay. yeah but still. it's kind of like the, the Mars thing now, right? Like that theoretical, like trip to Mars, all mm-hmm. those people. I would, I would consider those people adventures, I guess. That's an adventure. Up there and like die up there. A colonizer. Potentially. Yeah. Die. Potentially. I that, mean, that was a, they, they had people sign up, but no one's done that yet, right? No one's left. No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm still looking forward to it. I want to see that happen. Mm-hmm. You know what, I want though? To see people I saw... die on their way to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it. Not on the way. <clears throat> no. So I saw a thing that uh, the other day, it said all these people are like super excited about like adventuring to Mars, but like there's certain, there's areas around Earth that are just like Mars that nobody goes to. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like if you just want to live in a as... rocky desert, you could do that here. Yeah, but they don't want to do that. They want to be like one of the first people to. You I guess want to that's be, the want to be right. renowned. You they're not. Lo- they're not in love with sandy, rocky de- hellscapes. No, you yeah. want to be remembered in doing something, colonizing a place that's never been colonized. Which yeah. I, I mean, I can see the coolness in that. That sounds pretty sweet. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but it's not for me either. No. They'd rather go to a place where like you can't breathe outside unless you're wearing a, you know, yeah. a uniform. That's so. the same yeah. reason people go to like Antarctica because it's like a, a perilous thing. That's mm-hmm. like people Challenge. that do that are honestly kind of adventurers too. I think. Sure. Have yeah. you heard of the guy that did that? The guy that hiked across Antarctica uh, all by the, himself? The rich guy? The um, I Rothschild guy? Rich, but I don't know. The Ooh, is it a Rothschild? Guy? I don't yeah, know. He's, he's the grandson or great-grandson. I, I read about him yeah. but didn't get to it. Yeah, um, so, Adam, you have a segment or do you have something more of a surprise for I, us? I have a, I had, I mean, I have a sad story, but I'll probably do a segment. So you guys, if you want to. Adam okay. goes last. I go last. Okay. I think, John, you might have the most true adventurer in the vein that we were all thinking. You want to start it up for us? I'd say so, yeah, and for okay. sure, I, I definitely do. Now that we've recorded our opinions, I, I think we should investigate to find out whether or not our opinions are based on good reasons. There are a lot, believe it or not. We'll find so, out. I, as I was as I was arguing uh, earlier, um, there are plenty, plenty of guys who have the same, almost like it's almost like George Lucas and Steven Spielberg's said that they didn't base Indiana Jones off of anybody. But like you can find lists of guys that are all from around the same time as him that did similar stuff all over the place. It almost that seems are like they set took, in the same time as him? 
Set in the same time, like turn or, of the century. Uh, sorry, they're from the same time that he's set in. I guess that's the point. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, set from the same time that Indiana Jones is set. Not like in know. the 80s. Okay. All right. I understand. Yeah. 30s to 40s and, you know, born in turn of the century type of stuff. So Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they almost pull details from each of these different guys' lives and just use them to make Indiana Jones. So, so it's like, pretty let's interesting. Let's an adventure movie. Wikipedia.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's like okay. an amalgamation of all the different people and they just shove it into one character. That's it seems like it, which this was like, that's why this was so much fun for me, because I, you know, well, I mean, you guys, too, grew up on Indiana Jones. I yeah, assume. absolutely. So he's, yeah. you know, he's he's a childhood hero of mine, you know, fake childhood hero. So yeah, it's fine. But, it uh, you know, the stuff that you see defines how you view the world. I mean, if, if that true. was your yeah. uh, way to think about what it's like to live an adventurous life, I, I could see how that's a hero of yours. If only my life was a movie. <laughs> well, but the spirit of that adventure, I mean, you're not fighting Nazis, but I wish know, I was, you're not, you're not wrestling a Nazi on a tank, right? I could be or whatever, or punching that giant Nazi by the airplane or whatever, or Spoiler melting alert. Nazi faces. Well, mm-hmm. one arc of the covenant at a time, please. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, so John, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I basically picked the most interesting of all these characters. Um, so his name is William Montgomery McGovern. Or just Billy McGovern, if you wish. If you wish, so I wish uh, you do wish. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1897 in Manhattan. Spent most of his childhood in Asia. This guy, like his his life, is just full of full. Excuse me, filled with superlatives. Best or, trust. Actually, actually, as I'm starting to wonder, Plus, I um. think I think I think a lot of people <laughs> at this time just like did adventurous things, <clears throat> and we think they're adventurous now. But back then, it was just sort of a normal thing for them to do. It was life. Yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of th- like. Our life has got very pedestrian now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. true. Yeah, and, and <clears throat> sort of sort of boring, and we don't really like go on any adventures. But that's why this whole that's why this podcast is fun. So, as a child, his mother took him to Mexico for one reason, just to witness a revolution. Like, just like look, this is what people doing a revolution look like. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, this guy, that's he crazy. got a uh, he got a degree in divinity from a Buddhist temple when he was 20. Okay. So which 20 was like middle age back then, but either way, um, you always say so, that that's not true. Well, Wait. it's probably not. Well, if you turn 20 in 1917, a degree in divinity, which makes him a God. No, a God study. <laughs> you idiot. What? Like religious studies now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess theology, uh, yeah, it's in like theology that, right? would be the same thing, right? Hmm. And you can get it at a temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I in mean, Japan, the credits yeah. don't transfer. So, yeah. <laughs> What's their mascot? Yeah. Worthless degree. <laughs> Chops. So it's one of those like paper dragons that fits into twelve bodies. <laughs> if I can parade that thing, yeah, probably, I love probably those right. things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Their eyes blink and it's a little creepy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, divinity. Divinity. I mean, either way, he got a divinity degree from a Buddhist temple in Japan when he was twenty. This is a guy That's born sick. in America. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's pretty cool. But That's pretty cool. I, just think it's I, cool. I agree. Got his PhD from Oxford at 22. That's two Whoa. years later, by the way. Yeah. Um, spoke 17 languages. He wrote an instructional book on. Why? I, I, I mean, why not? There's nothing else. Maybe I'll get back to this after I go through his life. But I, I noticed that a lot of people like before, like TV mm. and social media had like a lot more free time to do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they wanted. So they just learned languages mm-hmm. and like read books and stuff. So I'm thinking of cutting the cord. Anyways, now <laughs> um, in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoke 17 languages. He wrote an mm-hmm. book on colloquial Japanese, which I assume means like 
local uh, local yeah. dialects of Japanese type of a thing, I guess, or like casual mm-hmm. speaking well, Japanese. Yeah, yeah wrote, wrote an instructional book on it at the age of 22, which is kind of crazy. So after finishing school, after getting his PhD from Oxford at 22, like the oldest university in the world, he goes to explore <clears throat> remote parts of the world, a bunch of different ones. But the first one, the main, the first one, which I think is the main one, is he goes to the, I've never heard of this before, but there's a forbidden city in Tibet, L-H-A-S-A. I think it's Lhasa, I just assume is how you pronounce it. Okay. Basically, cross the Himalayas, okay, during, you know, and in, in the Himalayas, of course, there's plenty of snowstorms, as you, well, as you might imagine. I do. Um, imagine. Got, dis- got dysentery, you know, fix that up. That was cool. So here's the thing about Lhasa. Dysentery is diarrhea, right? It's just a fancy word for it. I believe it is diarrhea, actually. Okay. Yeah. His but star is back- diminishing a little because of that. But mm-hmm. that's, oh, it is? I mean, back then you could have died of diarrhea. So he's a hero, John? Hmm. I mean, he's a hero in the fact that he beat diarrhea. So, <laughs> what did he do in after a f- that? In a f- <laughs> well, I, I will. well, that's where he peaked. <laughs> that, that wasn't enough for you. This is the uh, reason I brought you here today. He beat diarrhea. <laughs> I mean, All right, Justin, go. How similar this guy is to Indiana Jones. Let's just keep going. Yeah, they don't talk about actually. You know, Indiana Jones actually Harrison Ford had diarrhea. Uh, famous scene where he shoots the um, the other mm-hmm. guy with the sword. He yeah. had Harrison Ford had diarrhea in that scene and just. He improvised that scene, so to go to the I feel like this is all catching up. So, anyways, um, yeah. crossed the Himalayas, um, snowstorm, got dysentery, still got to the city of Lhasa, and apparently, so I had to, I had to do a little separate research. I've never Lhasa, heard of that they, Lhasa. Me either. Well, it's called the Forbidden <clears throat> City, and I'm like, it's basically, I just That's googled why cool. is why is Lhasa yeah. the Forbidden City? Yeah. Um, apparently, it was made for just royalty back then, but mm. even. But I think there was royalty before he went there. But even still, at the time when he was going there, it was still forbidden to anybody who didn't already live there. They just didn't so let had, at, oh outside no outsiders. That's what it's forbidden yeah. to. Got it. And okay. it and which probably translated a little bit to um, fair skinned individuals. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I say that because he had to sneak into the city by wearing a disguise. It probably seems super racist if we're looking back on it now. But he had to darken his skin. Mm. Um, Interesting. Oh, well, he stand out. Be very obviously stood out for sure. Um, yeah. so, so he used walnut juice mm. uh, to darken his skin um, and iodine, I think, actually as well. And then, even to be more adventurous, <laughs> he put lemon <clears throat> juice in his eye. He had blue eyes, so he put lemon juice in his eyes to make them look darker, which seems just like a terrible I mean, idea. Honestly, <laughs> that sounds I real mean, bad. It must have worked, though, because he got in. So that's good. He also wore the clothes of like a servant, basically, so that he was able to get in because um, they don't let they don't let Westerners in. So it means basically white yeah. people in a sense, which, you know, I get it. Whatever. Sure. White people don't have a good history with showing. It's up also a forbidden things. city. It's fine. That too. Yeah. Pe- yeah. They're allowed yeah. to pa- people are allowed to be forbidden in a forbidden city. Yeah, it's true. So what, um, what did he so, do there? Why was he trying to get in? Well, just to see, to see the Forbidden City. So they, they hmm. hospitalized him at first because... the <laughs> fucking lemon juice in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this local, man's going blind. Look at this moron <laughs> walking in circles over here. Um, <laughs> sweating up all his skin pigment in the midday sun. <laughs> uh, he, he told them he was sick, so they hop, hospitalized him. And when the local monks found out that an, an outsider had snuck into the city, they started just throwing rocks at the hospital, right? So I don't know if you know how rocks work or walls. (laughs) 
The funny thing is, he finds out about this, puts his servant's disguise back on, leaves the <laughs> hospital, and joins the angry crowd in throwing the rocks. Oh, damn, which I think amazing. is just amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. so only two years later, by the way, he decides to go to look for Incan ruins in the Amazon and the Andes, I guess. That's the mountain range. Um, so, um, How lost is he somebody funding that, all this. See, that's, that's, what, oh, I, that's, that's what I always wonder. Who's buying all this walnut oil? I wonder. <laughs> He had to juice them himself. I feel like lemon juice wasn't easy to come by back then. That's a good question, actually. I was not able to find anything. I assume, oh, okay. like, I mean, he's born in Manhattan, so I want to say maybe he was born into a prominent family, but mm. tough to say. So, okay, I mean, okay. you got to figure, I mean, you got to figure somebody who well, graduates. Manhattan at that time was, I mean, everybody. It wasn't like, it's not like it is nowadays where, like, only rich people live in Manhattan. Back in the yeah, 1800s, it was different. Um, it's like a dirt pile. You think so? 1890s? Yeah, it's not like, I mean, it's not, maybe he lived in a nice, nicer neighborhood, but it's like, it's not like it is now where like everybody in Manhattan's rich. Oh, all right. I mean, I, I, I could that's be wrong. That's probably in the last like, 50 years that's become the case, right? Really? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's definitely yeah, changed pretty oh. well. I don't know the exact time frame, but yeah, 1890s, I would say it's probably still pretty like dirt roads. Like they roads. had dirt roads, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where all the center is. Either way, have, it doesn't matter. Okay. So, no, I mean, that, that, no, I mean, you're probably right. I just, uh, when I saw he was born in Manhattan, I just, he was probably in a prominent family, you know, to go to Japan and graduate from divinity school when he's 20. But I don't know. I, I could be wrong. So okay. just, how, do, how do you pay to get from place? Like it doesn't it's not free unless you're I mean, like adventurous people find ways to get stuff done without money. That happens mm-hmm. all the time. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is also Trade before airplanes. For, right. He's like, I'll work on your boat to get across the ocean to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. okay. Oof. Cool. It's interesting stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so two years after Tibet, he's in South America. Uh, goes to look for Incan ruins, which is a common theme throughout all of these people that I that I keep coming across. They're always in South America looking for Aztec or Incan ruins. It's kind of crazy, actually. And it's mm. all around the same time period. So you figure they were all in the jungle at the same time, but probably didn't even know the other one was there. Yeah. So um, All disguised. They're like, I came across the native today, and it's all the other guys with <laughs> fake tan skin. Yeah, they all have the iodine in their skin. They're like, I found yeah. another native. He talks surprisingly good English. Really um, lemony, fresh scent <laughs> in his eyes. Yeah, uh, loses a crew member to drowning, um, and he Whoops. actually was forced to shoot a twenty-eight foot anaconda that was charging their boat. And I'm like, charging? What? I saw what? that movie. What's it called? Anaconda. Yeah, is that what it's called? The name of the movie? <laughs> yeah, the one with J Lo and Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, and John and John Voight. John Voight. Yeah, is yeah. it called yeah. Anaconda? Yeah, yeah. Okay. sure. Yeah, that's basically the premise. Based, based on based on this guy's life, <laughs> <laughs> John Voight, like solid actor, but man, that guy's just a dick. I uh, do not uh, remember in real life. Well, he's like a super. He's Angela oh, yeah. Angelina Jolie's dad, uh, yeah. but he's like a super big like Trump supporter. And yeah, stuff, he's a real so conservative guy. Yeah, it's it's not good. He just recently put out a video or something. Uh, yeah, I, I heard about it. I heard about it. Yada yada yada. Yeah, <clears throat> keep going. But great oh, role in that movie. Anyways, shoots a twenty eight foot anaconda. I'm trying to even imagine how long that is, but I'm it's sure. a chart charging their boat which first of all how long that is (laughs) (laughs) come on man come on don't say that (laughs) um i didn't know anacondas just charged at boats like that like they didn't give like they just don't give a fuck at what's in the boat or anything you know what i mean Um, it it thinks it's food right or it's just territorial like wouldn't it just think it's a log or something floating down like it's not when they use the word charging i assume the snake is looking at the boat and thinking it's prey so, yeah, maybe. But how small is this boat that the snake is like, oh, I got it. I can just swallow this whole thing. So anyways, but 
Anyways, so uh, h- him and his crew were forced to live off of monkey meat, uh, <laughs> which means uh, this is just filled with comedy, Sorry, by the way, which is why I chose this guy. Yeah. <laughs> which means killing monkeys and eating them, which has to be a sort of br- – I know, right? That's the same sound I made, Adam. I was reading yeah. it. So. Well, and Nina um, Jones ate monkey brains, so this all checks out. He did. Uh, did he eat them? It wasn't his choice, though. That's in the first one. Yeah. Second one. Second one. No, Temple of Doom's the first one. Eh, Temple of Doom's the second one. Is it? Yeah. Oh, 1984. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's the one where he's in India. Yeah, that's where yeah, he gets so the name, so India he... Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please write that down <clears throat> so I can erase it again. Anyway, so... <laughs> so... Him and his crew forced to live off of monkey meat because I guess it's all you have to eat in the Amazon. So um, mm. he also participated in this 28 fucking feet. Yeah, of 20 foot anaconda, <laughs> nothing but meat. What are you talking about? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you'd rather eat the monkey, but I don't know. So I don't know. That's just me. Like, I feel like the monkey is healthier meat than the, uh, than the, uh, don't say India, Joe. I feel like the, <laughs> the, the monkey is healthier meat than a snake. I don't know why, but people eat anyway. snakes though. Like they do. Snake meat. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's, 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 very, meat. it's very redneck, oh. but. Whatever. It yeah. is. It is. Maybe that's where he gets his money. He just like used it for boots and he eats it uh, as a challenge. Like he bets people, you won't eat that anaconda. And he's like, I will. And then he makes a bunch of money and then p- pays for his adventures. That's yeah. it. I mean, that's yeah. all it takes back then. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, there was no internet. Also, that's true. You forget there's nothing to do at the time. So maybe betting people, you won't eat monkey meat. So <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um, so he's adventuring through the Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. So he so he also participates in a ceremony. It says, well, they don't mention this, and I, but I jumped to a conclusion here, and I felt like it was right. Um, Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, Good. <laughs> well, I'm getting to it. You're proving Sydney, our haters right, pal. <laughs> I didn't read this anywhere, but I did have a fever dream. <laughs> no. <laughs> it said Shit. he also participated in a ceremony with a native tribe that involved drinking a hallucinogenic concoction. Every You're source it. I find says hallucinogenic concoction i just assume he found those people that make that tea made out of ayahuasca ayahuasca tea yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of what i assume so yes. he's, he's done ayahuasca he's eaten monkey meat been to forbidden cities i mean this guy this guy's an adventure like, yeah off, i know he's, che- he's checking off every adventure like thing for me so interesting what snake? settled down and just became a professor at northwestern at the age of 32 really um, that's yeah yeah so that's yeah so he's hitting like all the indiana jones me. I'm like, good Pro. lord, this is crazy. Yeah, teaches of all things um, pol- political science, and uh, because of his unique knowledge of Asia, he was a special advisor to President FDR during World War II. So well, FDR I mean, would have been a good person to talk about. He's an adventurer. You mean? I think you mean the other Roosevelt. I probably do. You do? Yeah, you mean the the one from the, the? Yeah, you mean his cousin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My bad, George. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, D-R- I actually cons- I actually considered him, him, and yeah. also uh, Amelia, yeah, Earhart, Amelia, Amelia Earhart. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he was an intelligence advisor with the U.S. military for two. So, like in the in like the thirties, right? Yes. Do you just become a professor because you have life experience? Like you don't need education? Is that how that works? Tough to say because <clears throat> he had education. Oh, Oxford did he? Okay, and, I, I guess. And the Divinity School in Japan. So yeah, yeah. but that's say. like a certificate yeah. program. <laughs> 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 they're not. They're not really taking that one too seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same thing that plumbers get, so they could be yeah. a plumber now. Dude, but, plumbers yeah. have to go through a lot of school. They do actually, yeah. and they make well, a lot of no money. 
Dude, when your yeah. plumbing goes, like you, you know, you need a plumber. <laughs> well, yes. So, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. You're super well said, John. So pay the, pay the man, Hello, you know is this mean? a lawyer? Yeah, my toilet's clogged. <laughs> Sir, you need a plumber. <laughs> when your plumbing goes, you need a plumber. <laughs> I called the right place. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. Sue anyway. the shit out of it. <laughs> That's why they call it a sewer. Okay. <laughs> This gentleman taught, <laughs> teaches, teaches at Northwestern, mm-hmm. and then during the war, 1941-1945, the years that America is in there, um, he leaves Northwestern. He gets the rank of commander in the U.S. Naval Reserve, um, advises the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He compiled a, a, a daily briefing, I guess I'd call it, um, that was considered required breakfast reading, in quotes, for President Roosevelt and his advisors, actually. so Crazy. Um, to the Far East, to South Pacific. <clears throat> he went on like special mission, special missions during the war. I mean, I don't know, like to do what? I, I mean, that's why well, probably classified, sir. Oh, I, I can't, oh I can't okay, they're classified missions. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you, but obviously <laughs> I'm not at liberty you. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try. <laughs> um, he even um, he was involved when the when we were entering the Cold War, which is basically post World War II, when we were mm-hmm. you know thinking Russia was a threat for every reason. He uh, there was a, there's a, a <laughs> You remember, you guys know who, who McCarthy is, right? From McCarthy isn't the guy who just created a system of determining who's a communist and who's not, essentially. And then yep, eventually yeah. just called everybody a communist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So there's a um, there's a story about about William McGovern told by somebody that he was mentoring, essentially, um, during a McCarthy era, so late 40s, early 50s. I'm I'm guessing yep. um, there's like a faculty meeting um, at Northwestern, the uh, school that he was teaching at. And the political science uh, chair um, ordered all the professors to give him memos regarding any politically themed discussions, basically saying, if anybody's talking politics in the school, you have to report it to this person right here. And Professor McGovern was just like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And that's like in quotes, like that he just like spoke out <laughs> and said, that, that, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, he was a, like a big, like big on like civil liberties and stuff. He basically kind of sure. like mm. faded out into his later life. But he was like, uh, he died in the 60s and he was like a, Sort of a during the sixties, he was sort of part of the whole liberal blooming mm-hmm. that happened uh, at that time. Mm-hmm. I should say. Yep. So yeah, hippie, I mean, he's basically just movement. done the hippie movement. So he's just like done all sorts of awesome shit. I mean, Damn. and it's funny because like when I was looking for adventurers, I found a whole bunch of people that fit. This guy did the most amount of stuff. That's why I picked him. But yeah, cool. I found a whole bunch of people that basically like there was a guy who was involved who was hired by he's, he's the guy he's the guy that they consider to be the modern indiana indiana jones because he was this guy no not this guy oh, i'm sorry but this, okay. is, this is another guy so this is another guy who just didn't do as much but this is a german guy who uh, his name was Otto Otto ron i believe and he was like who's the head of the ss is a uh, himmler heinrich, heinrich himmler is yeah. the guy who who is like uh, this guy wrote a book and he's, he's like well I have to we have to hire this man and uh, he's, he's like, OK, fine. Well, the SS is calling. I'll work for the SS because, you know, that's what you do when you're a German at that time period. And eventually he saw the concentration camps and was like, eh, screw this. I don't want to deal with all this stuff that pisses <laughs> off that, that that pisses off Himmler. Oh, dude, Himmler. This is a real bummer, you guys. It is a bummer. So Heinrich, <laughs> Heinrich Himmler's like, OK, uh, if you're going to quit on us, um, we're going to kill you or you have the option of committing suicide. So so this guy goes to the top of a mountain, drinks poison and they find him there dead. But there's a theory that like he actually tricked them and that wasn't his body and he was actually alive somewhere and just went to live in Italy for the 
life. So there's a ton of these Adam, can guys. You <laughs> uh, yeah, he's alive. Oh, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate right. that. So that guy's his adventure was he faked his own death or did he or is there like documented he did he did survive? Uh, there's not. It's more oh, of a rumor, okay. I would say. But still, okay. it was kind of interesting. I mean, if you have a, I mean, if you have a rumor surrounding your death, you are an adventurer, in my in my opinion. So you know, is like Hitler Amelia an adventurer. Ooh, in jeez, <laughs> can't in make the very, I'm just trying to teach you a lesson about making blanket statements. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're right. Sense. I mean, in the very technical sense, I guess he is a wait. Who is Hitler? Hitler. He asked me if Hitler's an adventurer. What about Elvis? Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Is, what about the singer? Yeah. People think he's, he's more of a, he's more of a pioneer. Oh, come on. Here we go. What about Dennis okay, Rodman? I, <laughs> <laughs> I do not consider Dennis Rodman to be an inventor. He went to um, North Korea. Well, but lots of people have been to North Korea. Name one. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just think that when there's when there's like circumstances surrounding your death where they think it could have gone one way and it actually could have gone another way. It's like, well. They don't just give that sort of clout to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, hmm. I mean, Earhart. Like, they don't do that anymore. Like, it's they pretty don't because it's we can like, figure out how somebody died nowadays. They don't like the coroners don't grab people anymore and be like, "Well, it looks like him. Yep, he's dead." <laughs> yeah, the they, they have a little bit more conclusive evidence than people still fake their own deaths, though. Like yeah. that still actually happens successfully. Really? Yes. People. I mean, I can't think of a specific example, but people will have faked their death. And then they'll sh- they'll turn up because not like every corner and every, you know, it's not every person is like the best. They're just the person there in that area that does the job. Yeah, that's true. So it's like people things slip through the cracks like they're not infallible. I guess as I've, as I've said before, I mean, the world is filled with the A students and it's also filled with the F students. <laughs> right. It's a good point. Every, everybody's working somewhere. Well, for the you most part. <laughs> Do you remember the Sarah Silverman show? You ever see that show? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a part she like talks politics and stuff or no 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 she's got like it was like a tv show on oh her sketch comedy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it was like a it was like a sitcom kind of yeah but she uh she gets pulled over by the police once and he goes do you know why i pulled you over and she's like or he goes do you know why i'm here and he she's like because you got all c's in high school (laughs) (laughs) jeez and i'm like oh that's amazing damn it um it's funny though it's true though i mean that's just that you 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 have made your thoughts were like, these things can't happen because modern technology, but the problem isn't the technology. I mean, that does eliminate yeah. a lot of this, but people are still the weak spot. I mean, Adam knows it from a security standpoint. Yeah, it's always We have computers that'll keep people out forever. People are the weakest point. Yeah, by far. The only thing, I guess, the, the problem with modern, modern technology is that there are no more adventurers, really. I mean, or at least the definition of an adventurer is a whole lot different, you know? Well, I think like... The the you really have to be super self motivated to become something like that nowadays because yes, yes. there's so much of that you can access via the internet and like um like you can see people doing crazy cave dives and like jumping out of planes or whatever you don't have to you, you don't can experience it without being there right you can yeah. kind of experience it like in a half assed way without being there without risking anything without a lot of people nowadays are like it's it's not like the cool thing that you talked about like oh that one time I climbed that mountain and then you hear that that cycle and that chain of that story and you're like. Yeah, that sounds like something I should do. It's like, did oh, you just see? Like, have you guys been following the story about the queue at to climb to the top of Everest? Oh yeah, the who, the who that climbed it. Everest? There's literally there's a line of people like waiting from the top of Everest coming down. Like there's so many people on Everest right now, or in the last couple of weeks, that literally there's a front to back waiting in a lunch line type line 
to get um, up it to like at they're all at the top waiting to be get up to their chances to get up at the top and take their picture oh really yeah damn that's crazy let me find this so picture. literally like i mean not to say that it's easy but literally everest is not even that adventure anymore it's not the same uh yeah yeah I, I, the one thing i heard about it recently was that there was since it's it's super thawed right now right like it's much I've heard that too. Warming. Less ice and snow than it was. So there's like, they're just trying to get all these, there's so many bodies up there they're trying yeah. to take down or something. Heard, which we I've talked about a little, a little bit previously, but like. Right. They're trying to clean it up. They took something like 300 tons of trash off it or something. Like when you picture Everest, you, I just put a, a image in chat that's literally probably shows a hundred people in a long, you know, line with like a couple feet between each person. Sure. Right. And there's one where it's, um, uh, there's one picture that's like kind of famous right now that's showing literally uh, here. This is the picture. Uh, and it's just they're you know, they're waiting to go to the top of Everest. That's the peak of Everest. That's nuts. And people are dying because they're getting stuck up there in the queue. I mean, people yeah, die on Everest all the time, but like six or seven people have died in the last like two weeks, which is a high, which is an, a spike for, for people that are only listening. Of course, uh, these people are, they're dressed. They're the stuff they wear on their face makes them look like the Sandmen from yeah, Star Wars there. Episode Four. Yeah, yeah. Sand people. Sorry, right. I don't mean to be racist <laughs> Ooh, against Sandmen. Sand racist <laughs> over here. Um, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's like even people that are experiencing this modern day adventure are like, it looks theme parky to me. Mm-hmm. But but it wouldn't be that way now if one person hadn't done it, hadn't been the first person to do it back then. Uh, Edmund Hillary, first person to climb Mount Everest. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, it takes one person to do it once and then everybody else is going to figure out how to do it. So, but I mean, the guy that you talked about, he wasn't the first person to discover Incan ruins. He wasn't. He was just the first person to do all the things he did in his life in his life. So he was I was just very like, prolific wow, in all those things. Yeah. 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 He's been, to, he's been to Asia. <laughs> he's been to South America. Okay. <laughs> God damn it, Adam. <laughs> Just okay. put a picture of the Grinch powerlifting Christmas-filled, <laughs> present-filled sleigh at the end of the... Uh, at the top of Mount Crumpet, Justin. Get it right. <laughs> that's where you're you going to dump it. You yeah. know what died on the top of Mount... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you know what, Adam? Instead of dumping it, his heart grew three sizes that day. Yeah, so he dragged it back up and just held yeah. it over his head. Yeah. And then, like, magic came out from behind him, remember? To the tip yeah. top of Mount Crumpet to dump it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't uh, say dump it, do they? Is that the they one? They say dump it. Yeah, yeah. they do. <laughs> well done, Adam. Thank oh, you, that's funny. Oh, amazing. Like Dude, good, good, uh, good person to talk about, John. That guy was interesting. Yeah. To, yeah. to, conclu- to conclude, did you guys – this happens to me a lot, uh, and when you are – uh, learning about extraordinary people like that. Do you get sort of like, oh, fuck, like I'm, I'm this age. I've never done anything. Depressed. Type of a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys get that? <laughs> Do you guys give what's that thing? Depressed about your life? <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever? <laughs> <laughs> Crying into a beer. <laughs> That's I mean, yeah, the physical sure. manifestation I mean, of what you're talking about. There's so many people when you're like, just when you get involved with new things, you see all these people, like even right now, like in comedy, there's always people that are just like fresh out of high school and fresh out of college that are like getting into it and like already funny. And you're just kind of like, well, fuck, like I'm I'm the old guy in this fucking thing right now, right? And it's kind of yeah. like, if I did Dude. this like 10, 15 years ago, it'd be a different ballgame. It is never too late to start doing something or to start learning something. No, it's you not. You know, I mean, I started i mean i started on the track i was supposed to and i went to uh, college supposed to college right out of high school 
But even mm-hmm. that didn't become anything for 10 years. I sat I just worked regular jobs. I, mm-hmm. you know, but like eventually I was like, this sucks. And I was yeah. the old guy. I was 10 years older than everybody else in the, in the college. Sure. Yeah. And it I just, just I didn't. Yeah, it's I mean, not like, wrong, but it's still like disconcerting sometimes when you're, uh, you, you get, what is it? FOMO, fear of missing out where you're like. But a bigger Damn. mistake would be to sit there and say that and not act yes. on change. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Sure. Know, like that still, would be the true there's, mistake. There's still time for me to go on an adventure and do stuff. Totally. Like yeah, it's so. also, yes. there's also a big part of your brain that's just constantly wrong about your, like putting yourself down. <laughs> well, not mine. That's like. <laughs> your brain always tells you you could be perfect and then you, when you're not it's matching up against the perfection when that's instead true. you should just be matching them against the progress you're making along well, the way so a lot of that's, that's just true. kind of wrong like, even seen... if you climbed Mount Everest with everybody else would you feel that much better about it like it might be cool for a little while but like no one's gonna like remember that really either so like what's the point like what's your what's your goal well but are you trying to do it to make other people remember you like, is that's that what I'm saying. Point? Like, if, is it yeah. for your fulfillment, or is it, do you think that it's like to make yourself memorable? Like, what's the reason for doing what you're doing? Just do what makes you fulfilled, and I think that's like that's the yeah. problem with uh, social media. Is, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you, what have you. You look at other people, and of course, they only put their good things happening in their life up, to, up yeah. on social media. So you you start comparing your life to theirs. You're like, well, I, I haven't done what they've done. And you're like, well, <laughs> shit. Now, I, and then you get depressed, and that's just yeah. stupid. So. My Facebook's yeah. just nothing but me dropping ice cream cones on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know what? I like being friends with Justin. I feel much better about myself. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Today I stepped in dog poop. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever puts that stuff up. The normal Didn't every- notice it, tracked it into the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> My wife yeah. yelled at me hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I never washed the dishes. Anyways. <laughs> um, so let me talk about my person. Doing- my person is, well, Adam, you're into computers. Right. I, I was, yeah. You Well, you still are. <laughs> and you're into computer security. And I'm talking about maybe one of the first people that was into computer security, John David McAfee. John, oh, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, you're doing this? fucking okay. crazy. So, Justin, I love you. I can't believe you chose John David is, McAfee. He is not an adventurer in the Indiana Jones sense. But he not has got theory. such an amazing, interesting life. Please tell me you go into explicit details with this story. We'll find out. All right, yeah. So what I'm talking about is uh, John McAfee. He is the founder of uh, McAfee Associates. So in '87, he founded the first uh, computer antivirus company. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, he quit. He's Lockheed. the founder of the pop-ups on my screen whenever I restart my computer. Well, he is now, but mm-hmm. he he um, he founded the company. He was employed by Lockheed in the '80s. He received a copy of the brain computer virus and began developing software to combat viruses. Basically, okay. and I don't really know much about the brain computer virus, but He's kind of the pioneer in virus, antivirus software, am I right? He's, he's the guy, yeah. He, he's he the was guy, the first yeah. one, yeah. He's so an adventurer, not a pioneer. Okay. <laughs> he was the first to adventure in, yeah. He's kind of, Alexa, that's why. shut up. <laughs> adventure, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> oh, no, John, not again. <laughs> you have an abusive relationship with a with basically a, a talking milk carton. <laughs> She's got a purple bruise on her. <laughs> I'm so clumsy. <laughs> oh, I no, sh- Alexa. Did you fall down the stairs again? <laughs> Don't make me unplug you, bitch. <laughs> Shit. I never learned to love power out. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Gotta take it. Okay. He uh, he founded the company, started ran it for a while. It was uh, incorporated in Delaware. Uh, he resigned from the company in 94, two years after uh, it went public, and he sold his remaining stake in the company. Network Associates was formed in 97 uh, as a merger of McAfee Association Network General, which was another company. Um, but they made t- separate branding, but later merged. And they will be, they were acquired by Intel. They were marked as Intel Security. That was what they marketed as. I don't know. So it's, it's the, basically they bought him out of his company. And then right. it's now currently McAfee, uh, as of April, is or- owned by TPG Capital. That's the company that owns my company. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yeah. TPG. It's this huge, uh, like multinational conglomerate. Like they buy companies and turn them more profitable and then resell them or whatever. Uh, yeah. You said April. You mean as this past April? 2007. Like last month? Oh, okay. True. Yeah. So afterwards, he uh, he had a bunch of other, like in the 2000s, and then in the late 90s and 2000s, he was part of like the bubble. So he did a bunch of different stuff. He invested and joined uh, Zone Labs. The, the Zone, I remember Zone Labs, they make firewall software. Yeah. Um, I used to use something from Zone Labs, but I can't think what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he developed uh, one of the first instant messaging programs called Pow Wow. Really? Anyways, yeah. I mean... Huh. Plenty of other technologies became became more, way more powerful. I haven't even heard of Powwow. ICQ yeah, my, was around, never. Instant Messenger. Those were around, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So then he he basically he went from a hundred million dollar peak net worth to about four million dollars because of the global financial crisis in the mid two thousands, like two thousand eight mm-hmm. bubble burst. Basically, he lost uh, all his money from bad investments uh, or uh, investments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so then he. Started a company called Quorum X, which was headquartered in Belize because he had moved to Belize. Uh, he aimed to produce commercial, all-natural antibiotics based on an anti-quorum sensing technology. But then he, and this is where he starts, he started being, he, he's got a reputation as being kind of like crazy and like just doing like mm-hmm. crazy, crazy shit. So he lives in Belize. Yeah. Um, he, at one point he said he think taxes are like theft or something along those lines where he said he hasn't paid taxes in like a super long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of conspiracy people say that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh in two thousand thirteen he released a video uh called How to titled on YouTube, how to how to uninstall McAfee antivirus on his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> in the video, he criticized the McAfee antivirus software while snorting white powder and being stroked and undressed by scantily clad women. I remember that. Love it. Yes, this guy is amazing. Uh, he got nine million over nine million views. Um, he told uh, Reuters, is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Reuters, yeah. Reuters. Um, he made the video to ridicule the media's negative coverage of him because the media had been covering him very aggressively and poorly for all his decisions because he basically sold off his company and then you know whatever just had a bunch of bad decisions with business and he in 2014 he warned americans not to use smartphones suggesting apps are used to spy on clueless consumers who do not read privacy user agreements he is 100 percent right yeah there he is for the most part yeah yeah i mean not every app but plenty of devices are used to monitor or they're able to be used to monitor i'm not sure they all are not, and not, it's I, not always like monitoring in a nefarious, like the government's recording everything you say. And if you say the wrong word, it yeah. sends a, it turns on a red light somewhere. That's not how it works, but it's but when definitely I'm used to about market to you. And then it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I'm talking yeah. about something to people and then it's advertised to me on a social media site, then I'm like, well, that's kind of fucking weird, but still. So, yeah. but there's this, on that note, it. there's, there's something about 
maybe you were always being advertised those things and they just never stood out to you. Yes, it could be coincidental. That's true. Too. Where like yeah. suddenly you've been talking about it. Now it's fresh in your mind. And so you just happen to notice it. But I guess there's no way to really <laughs> test yeah. that easily unless you somehow cataloged, you know, had someone else catalog all the things you had seen and then you reported. Yeah, yeah. So in 2016, he became the chief evangelist for a security startup called Every Key. Uh, later in 2016, he received media attention for publicly volunteering to decrypt the iPhone used by the San Bernardino shooters. Really? Avoiding the need for Apple to build a backdoor. McAfee later admitted that his claims of how simple cracking the iPhone were a publicity stunt, though he claimed he could still pull it off. Did you remember Is that? Remember what? there was a, a remember that. the shooters yeah. and they, rem- they wouldn't... Yeah, I remember the shooting and then Apple was like, well, we can't unlock the phone because it's like uh, it's an invasion of that person's privacy but the fbi was like well we really want to get into that phone because that person committed a crime i guess is that well but so here's what here's what it is though like you've signed an agreement if as an iphone user i've signed basically agreed to an agreement where they're not going to let other people into my phone they're and not what? They, they're not going to let other people into my phone and right. if, they, if if in a very public stage they break that agreement mm-hmm. then you wouldn't trust them anymore so they mm, were kind of in a sense. hard spot. They also, the government wanted them to make what's called a backdoor where it's like kind of a secret password. Like the, the higher ups could use a password to get into your encrypted stuff. But they were like, if we did that, then hackers would get into it instantly. And, you know, yeah, it would be compromised across the world. Yeah. Slippery um, slope. Which happens all the time. Like people's iCloud accounts get compromised, but that's just password guessing, I imagine. Yep. yep. Is that yep. accurate when people like when somebody's... uh you know, nudes leak or something <laughs> or texts leak. <laughs> yeah. Is that often password guessing? There was a, back in the, I think they, they changed this a little while back, but I remember they're uh, reading an article a little while back about how when you logged into your iCloud account, there was also some accompanying security questions. Like a lot of this websites used to have, they still have them, some of them do. And a couple of the questions would be like, where you go to high school? Like, what are your, you know, like whatever, like what's your favorite, favorite color? What's your favorite band? Whatever you could put in there. But you and could then, look it up with... Like a, fam- a famous celebrity, all that information is public. Uh, possibly. And then what What? What they, in this article that I read, if you also had like, let's say, I, I couldn't think of another one, but like an Amazon account or something like that, because I think Amazon maybe used to do this as well with security questions. You could like ask for tips on other accounts. I don't know if it was Amazon though, but like you could be like, they would they would have different security questions. But if you, if you were like, is this you? Basically, they could, uh, it would give you some information about some of your security questions. So they could like they could take accounts from your Apple oh, account, a couple account different and your account from somewhere else. And sometimes you, what you put in as basic information somewhere was your security information somewhere else. And they would mine that basic information and dump it in there along with the passwords they were cracking and yeah. eventually get in that way. Got it. So security mm. questions have kind of gone out the window for the most part, not completely, but they're kind Dude, of my place still uses security questions. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of they're kind of meh. Um, yeah, I don't think anyway. they're very secure. Uh, okay. Well, so he basically said he could get into the, you know, those people's If you phone. know my mom's maiden name, you are set for like anything <laughs> you want from me. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but likely I do. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so basically he said that he could basically hack into the iPhone and then was like, yeah, I can't. It's not as easy as I said it would was but i could totally still do it which i don't believe him um, um i might <clears throat> believe him i don't know nah i don't think so like the, best, like the a F- team of people okay well the fbi couldn't do it eh, okay all right okay i see your because i believe Maybe. the way it works is if you you have so many attempts you do so you'd have to, and, and then it would it fries the data basically right yeah it locked yeah. so, so it had like a, yeah. i think it was three times or four times or something like that and then if you get them wrong it 
erases the data. Mm -hmm. Yep. If you that know the name of my first dog, you've got everything you need to, to get my stuff. Yeah. Nope, you're wrong. Boom. Done. John's beard. <laughs> oh, John's beard. Uh, all right. Uh, so then he was later appointed a chief executive chairman of another in capital investment place. Uh, it's a technology holding company. Da da da. That part's not that interesting. And then he got really into uh, cryptocurrencies for a mm -hmm. while. He was like yeah. very much promoting yeah. cryptocurrency in like 2017 or so. And he was moved MD MGT, which is the company he was the CEO of, into mining of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, saying it was tended to both make money for the company and to increase MGT's expertise in dealing with blockchain, which is some technology that everybody that wants to sound cool talks about. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to get into what it is. <laughs> He has a quote of saying he's been extremely bullish with about Bitcoin writing on Twitter in 2017, in July of 2017, that he predicted the price of one Bitcoin would jump to 50 to $500,000 within three years. And if not, well, I will eat my own dick on national television. <laughs> um, in November 2017, he increased his prediction to a $1 million price per Bitcoin. Um, I'm not sure if you followed Bitcoin. That didn't fucking happen. <laughs> I know there was one quick little thing where... Like it peaked in yeah. 2017. Yeah. Or I know like one early. that made a, made a chunk of money off of it by buying a little... But it, sure. now it's but back it's to back whatever. To I mean, it's still money, but it's... Yeah, it's not... It's everybody doing it, so it's not worth it. So so not to interrupt your story. So, so he, he was in Belize. He was what? He was in Belize for a Yeah, I was while. just going through his kind of business stuff. Oh, so, okay, okay. Um, yeah. He has got, he's, he says he's a libertarian. I'm going to do his political stuff now. Yeah. Um, he was advocating the criminalization of cannabis, decriminalization yeah. of cannabis, and then oh, okay. to the war on drugs. That's cool. Basically, he didn't want people, non-interventionism non with foreign policy, free market economy, and free trade. All these things that are not that exciting. Um, and mm -hmm. he basically wanted to have more awareness in the political spectrum for cyber warfare stuff, which... Mm -hmm. From a security guy with a security background, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He also, if you like him, this might change your mind or maybe not. I don't know. He's advocated for religious liberty, saying that business owners should be able to deny service in cases that contradict with their religious beliefs. Uh, and no one is forcing you to buy anything or choose one person over another. So why should I be forced to do anything if I'm not harming you? It's my choice to sell. I think the reason people don't want that is because it's a slippery slope of like, yeah, he's uh, racism, right? Yeah, yeah, because he's not, he's not, um, he's not violating the concept, like, like the, like the cake the thing, the about, no gay cake the, people, that stuff. Well, if, uh, well, yeah, I was, I was gonna go back to the rights movement. And technically, if you are, if you own a restaurant, you don't. It's gonna sound shitty, but you don't have to serve black people, right? You can. It's your restaurant. You don't have to serve them. In but, the sixties. Correct. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I should have clarified. Yeah. But. But technically, it is your restaurant. You can choose to serve whoever you want. That is your constitutional right. That's your business. It's how you make money. If you don't want to serve somebody, you don't have to. Yes. It, but like you say, it's a slippery slope because it borders on racism. Because basically, if you're a racist border. restaurant owner, well, yeah, if you're if you're a racist uh, racist restaurant it owner, lives in racism. <laughs> yes, not, exactly. It's not the yeah. But at the same time, mm -hmm. but uh, but also if if I'm a restaurant owner and I have if I'm not racist and somebody comes in and they're just being belligerent. I have the right to just kick them out if I want, right? And but that I makes think sense. The rest of the world was kind of like, "Hey, man, if you're if that person yes. is being belligerent, we all agree. If yeah. you're just being like, I don't like the way that person looks, you know, or yeah. based on their exactly. race or their whatever, then most other people are like, well, what the fuck? Don't do that.' And that's what Martin Luther King was saying. Is like, why do we? Why do we <laughs> that's, I yeah. think that was a direct quote. What the fuck? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, what the fuck, Reverend King. <laughs> 
he he make he makes a point, and I get his point, but it's like you know, it, it's that it's that big Lebowski line. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and it's it's because that it would be too hard to define where that ended and just being completely um, yep. What's it called? Bigoted began. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So then in 2016, he announced a presidential campaign. I don't know if you remember yes. this. He announced his, announced his bid that he would run on the Libertarian Party. He uh, he consistently pulled among the top three presidential candidates for his party with rivals Gary Johnson and Austin Peterson. Uh, they appeared in the Libertarian Party's first nationally televised presidential debate uh, on March 29th, which was yesterday, <laughs> 2016. <laughs> uh, for those people, uh, you're probably not going to be listening to this uh, for a while just because of our release schedule. But it's interesting that it's that far away three years ago. Um, for sure. So he got endorsements from a few people, mostly libertarian stuff. He announced plans to run for president in the 2020 presidential election, too. Uh, his primary platform is to promote the use of cryptocurrencies. So it's just a marketing campaign, really. Right? Is, he back, is he back in the States now? He is, but I'll get there in a second. He said he contends that taxes are illegal and has claimed that he has not filed a tax return in eight years. He refers to himself as being a prime target of the U.S. Internal Revenue Service. Eh, I don't know. People that yeah, claim their say, victims yeah. like that, I usually don't believe them. All right, yeah. so he currently lives in Lexington, Tennessee. He's from, He was born in England. He moved to Belize, to, yes. uh, and he owned a property in Belize in Orange Walk Town. Beachfront. Yep, yeah, and it was raided in 2012 by the gang suppression unit of the Belize Police Department. Uh, at the time, McAfee was in bed with his girlfriend, who she sa- he said that she was traumatized by the incident, and the gang suppression unit released a statement that McAfee was arrested for unlicensed drug manufacturing and possession of an unlicensed weapon. He was released without charge. I think he bribed them. These, uh, I, I've, I've seen the documentary. Um, is he, is it possible he murdered somebody as well? I'm not getting, dude. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Spo- though. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Jeez. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he was in November later that same year, 12th. He was uh, noted as a person of interest in connection to the murder of an American expatriate, uh, a guy named Gregory Vient Faul. Uh, Faul found dead of a gunshot wound, uh, the day before at his home. And he was one of McAfee's neighbors. And he, in an interview in 2012 with Wired, McAfee said that he'd always been afraid of police would kill him and thus refuse their routine questions. Uh, he has since evaded Belize authorities. Like, so for a while, do you remember for a while he was like on the run? Yes. And he was like releasing videos and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's, that's kind of the stuff I was like, oh, this guy's fascinating. I mean, he's. Seems crazy, but so he then uh, he interviewed, did an interview with Vice magazine and one of their photographers posted a photo, but it gave away his location because of the um, geolocation data in the phone in the photo, the camera like Mm. stored GPS data in the thing. So they knew where the picture was taken. I'm not surprised Vice didn't realize any of that. They don't seem like the most uh, stringent news organization, you know, about keeping their sources and confidential stuff safe, but whatever. Uh, So while in Guatemala, uh, McAfee asked Chad Esley... American cartoonist and animator set up a blog so that McAfee could write about his experience while on the run. Uh, McAfee then appeared publicly in Guatemala City where he attempted to seek political asylum, uh, but he was arrested for illegally entering Guatemala. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shortly after he was placed under arrest and a, and a board to review, his plea for asylum was formed. Uh, the committee denied his asylum, so he was taken from his holding facility to a detention center to await de- uh, deportation to Belize. On December 6th, so that's December 5th, December 6th reported that he had, uh, McAfee had two minor heart attacks uh, in the detention center, 
But his lawyer said that it was just stress and anxiety, that basically he had panic attacks. But then McAfee said he faked his heart attacks to get out of the <laughs> jail, basically. So it's hard to know when what's true. But um, if you're... If you're his attorney, you're like, dude, come on. I'm trying to help you out here. You don't. You, told, you said you faked your, your heart. He's attacks. like, just like, kidding. On. I was fucking lying. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in 2014, so that was all 2012. Uh, a couple days later, six days later, he was released from the detention center and deported to the United States. Uh, on August 2nd, 2015, he was arrested. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. January 2014, the Belize, the Belize police. <laughs> <laughs> The Belizean police, uh, they basically presented no new accusations and they have not persisted in seeking uh, his imprisonment on any of the crimes which they accused him. However, they have auctioned off his seized assets and his home was burned down under suspicious circumstances, which is interesting. Mm. Um, But then in 2015, he was uh, arrested in Tennessee on charges of uh, driving under the influence and one account possession of a firearm while intoxicated. Probably happened. I'm yeah. I'm surprised that is a crime in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. What have, having a firearm while you're in talk? They're like, what's the charge? You're like regular Tuesday behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, he's he was sued for a wrongful death for the guy that they found dead in 2018 uh, November. So this just happened like six months ago. Yeah. Right? And Orlando, Florida, refused to dismiss a, dismiss a wrongful death lawsuit against McAfee for the guy's death. Um, in the January of this year, he announced that he was on the run from U.S. authorities and living intentionally, internationally on a boat following the convention of a grand, uh, convening of a grand jury to indict him, his wife, and four of his, and four of his 2020 presidential campaign workers, uh, all on <laughs> tax-related stuff. The IRS has not confirmed that any of these charges. So, so he's so he's a, a rich guy. I mean, basically the in, basically the inventor of anti the best antivirus software that's ever been, right? Uh, maybe, maybe not. He's the, he's well, the first. He's the inventor of the first antivirus software. I let's think say that's the first. To say. Okay, yeah, first super one. rich guy. Like, <clears throat> if anybody else is this much of a conspiracy theorist, you would just call him crazy. Well, he's kind of crazy, but I mean, he happens to be <laughs> people rich. People do so, call him crazy. I call him yeah, crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, when somebody has money and they have conspiracy theories, people tend to believe them just because they have money. And it's like he's not just crazy though; he's also doing a bunch of other like crazy shit. Yeah. So, well, that, that's what that's what brings me back to my. So, I've seen the documentary on uh, Gringo. Um, that one, I believe it's Gringo. Gringo, and the dangerous life of John McAfee. That one, and probably you're probably right. And where it's he, he talks about him. his life in Belize. Mm-hmm. Um, he was basically starting a. Was he starting a cult there, or was kind that of? Was but that it the, was like it was mostly about. Um, What's the word? Like he was trying to like create grow plants for biomedical reasons. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, considering he was doing that, he also had just had a bunch of like random hookers running around the place. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And there's so like it's hard to take people serious when they're doing such crazy like unstable yes. looking stuff. It's, he, he felt like when I when he was all in the public, he felt like um, Charlie Sheen when he had yes. his breakdown. He's very Charlie Sheen. To the point where, okay, so they get in some of the details these that these the young ladies that hu- that hung around his compound in Belize spill yes. like details and stuff, and it gets gross. Nice. Do you am I, am I stepping on your toes? No, no, I, I'm kind of done. I'd like to hear more details about this because I didn't have stuff. So like these these women that he has that are basically like I guess concubines, the word I guess I don't know, but they're they're ladies of the night from Belize. Whores, and, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> whores. So. No. But yeah, they're prostitutes, right? That's the idea. Yeah. So basically one of them is like speaking out about his weird 
sexual um, fetishes. Um, okay. He enjoyed Is it number um, number one. He enjoyed number twoing into their mouths mm. um, through right. a hammock. So he would lay in the hammock. <laughs> I know that's just lazy. You, you can. <laughs> He's on vacation in South America. Give him a break. This is not vacation. This is his new life. Staycation. He, he's, well, I guess it's vacation because he did, he did come back. But <laughs> I, I, as I understand it, he's in the hammock and she's underneath the hammock and he's shitting through the holes into her mouth. Like, dude, you have to pay. You'd have to pay one of those girls a shitload of money. The whole like the part, like the part <laughs> where the, near the tie ends, like near the banana ends, like well, the. So ham- no, no, so he's doing it in the bottom, at the in the middle, obviously where the butt anywhere. goes. Yeah, because the hammock. Oh is yeah, so- like one of those woven hammocks with. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, hammock. it's like the crisscross pattern. Not one of the like the modern day like hipster just like. No, like, no, it looks like a hammock. doily kind of. Can I yeah. say that would just be like <laughs> impossible? So as I understand it, he was big into like shitting onto his hooker it just it's it, it gets weird at some good yeah. god I think now take that. now take That's it with a grain of salt because this is the this is the hooker speaking but i don't think have any reason to lie so i don't know but yeah yeah that's interesting it, i mean it's disgusting yeah. but jesus christ I think um, I, I think th- this this gentleman's big adventures happened in belize like the fact that he i mean the you can put aside the fact that he's a pioneer in antivirus software and basically a you know made a shitload of his money off of that. That's he, he could have stopped. <laughs> he could have stopped there and things would have been awesome. Then he got into the conspiracy theories, moved to Belize, hired hookers, shit on them. And then it gets weird. You know what I mean? So dude, yeah. I feel like I, I don't know if you've ever worked for big companies, but I feel like people that are like f- doing such big things in life are often very, very odd mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, CEOs are often very weird people. They're not these like yes. commanding. I'm doing this thing. You know, yeah. you know, they don't have all their stuff together. Like they're weird. That's why they're no, able they're, to do the things. Psych- psychologists say that they typically find a lot of um, socio CEOs are sociopaths. Yeah, they're nar- yeah. they're narcissistic and sometimes in the borderlines of being sociopathic. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they're making a movie about him, about his uh, life, yes. called uh, titled King of the Jungle. Who plays him? Uh, well, initially, it was jungle? going to be Johnny Depp. What? Is it Johnny Depp? Okay. Initially. But uh, he has been replaced. I would like you to try and guess by who. Ooh, a guessing game. Adam, you first. I'll give you two guesses each. But I'll let each go alternate. um, uh, Sean Penn. Ooh, good guess. Not bad, yeah. John? Oh, um, in my turn, uh, well, Charlie Sheen is a great guess, but I'll go Charlie Sheen. Okay. Uh, Adam, you get one more guess. Toby McGuire. Come on. (laughs) Please. Play the game, Adam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> one good one. Um, right. John, Johnny Depp was really good. Uh, yeah. I want somebody with some range so that you can really feel could do the P. I'm going to give you a little. I'll give you Adam. I'll give you. I'll take. We'll take. We'll scrap Tobey Maguire like the Spider-Man franchise did. Okay. And okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> we will. I'll give you another guess. But it's it, this person's got some chops. You got Acting some chops? chops? No, pork chops, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Ooh, pork chops. <clears throat> <laughs> um, Johnny Depp has acting chops. Yeah, okay, but he's not. He's not in anymore. He's out. He's out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Christian Bale. Ooh, that's that really good, good. That's a good guess. Okay. I assume that's wrong. I'm, I'm giving you another guess, John. Oh shit. Um, I'll, okay, then I'll tell so you what, I, who's right out of all this stuff. Damn it. <laughs> um, someone with really good acting chops. She's. Uh, I don't know. Ben Kingsley. Oh, close. It's Michael Keaton. Really? Yes. You know what? 
That's really good. That's I actually, know that's, it's really good. That's pretty good, actually. Yes. So that could be, yeah. Yeah. I, like I mean, he was Mr. Mom, so he could do this. Great. <laughs> great. I, I love that you remember Mr. Mom. That's fantastic. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, why? Was he in other movies? <laughs> Beetlejuice, Batman. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Perfect. That's not that's not Michael Keaton. That's Richard Moranis. That's that's Rick Moranis. I don't know if he uh, goes by Richard, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's all I've got for, for John Jack McAfee. Ma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the new spider-man he was the bad guy michael oh. keaton yeah that's right yeah so wait Bird. they want to cast Birdman. i think a... they, they have cast him it was announced that's michael keaton awesome. replaced. yeah it's gonna be good um, that's a really good casting actually yeah yeah it's it's well yeah it's, it's exciting so i'd like to see the dramatization of that that sounds pretty exciting oh, yeah. he's got a yeah i don't know if you would agree with me in calling this guy an adventurer I was wondering. I wasn't no, sure if you guys had that counts. That. No, that counts. I think it's uh, it's good enough. Yeah. I mean, he he's had a- an adventures in business. He's mm-hmm. eccentric. He's, I mean, it, the topic wasn't just kind of interesting people, but this guy's yeah. lived an adventurous life. He's a sure. modern day adventurer. That's sure. what I guess. What I mean, right? Because I think the classic adventurers are swinging through jungles on a vine. Yeah. The modern day adventurers are murdering their neighbors in the jungle. <laughs> right. While on yay. Taking a load off. Taking <laughs> a load off on a hammock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it up to the top of Mount Crumpet and dump it. <laughs> uh, you've ruined you've ruined my childhood now. <laughs> Her mouth grew three sizes that day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's when John McAfee got an idea, an awful idea. John McAfee got a wonderful, awful idea. <laughs> Where his mouth curls out to the side. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you ruined right. the Grinch for me. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's John McAfee's fault. All right, <laughs> Adam, Adam's please. Fault. Beautiful yes. ending. Please, Adam, can uh, you save us? Yes. Uh, sure. Yeah, before, before I get to Wipe mine, which we'll, we'll have... We'll have another game kind of segment. Um, oh, I want to just have a quick runner up of the story. What I was just, I got kind of sucked into this afternoon. I was looking at some adventure type stuff. Yeah. Um, I read the, uh, I was reading the National Geographic article regarding, remember last year, um, or was it the beginning of this year with the, with the, the rescue divers in Thailand rescuing that um, yep, soccer that. team? Oh, right. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you guys Trapped remember the, the details? The, so I, I saw it was like one of the adventures kind of of the, they have like an adventures of the year or something like that. Where they have yeah, a I saw of, that in my research too. Yeah. Stuff. And some of these guys were nominated there because there were like these British cave divers that they called first because they're like nas- internationally renowned yeah. as being like the Pros. best cave divers yeah, in yeah. the world. So they called them in. I didn't know this whole story, but I'm, I'm not going to go into it. But what was really interesting was the part, um, you know, some of it from the news. Obviously, Can you give me a little bit of the background of the cave situation? So, so I know what we're talking about. It's the fourth biggest cave system in Thailand, um, okay. and there was a like swells and floods of water. There were uh, this the soccer team and their coach was in there, I guess, doing some uh, like their own kind of uh, under going walking through the caves and self guided tour. Uh, yeah, self guided tour type of thing. <clears throat> and the water level rose like more rapidly, I guess, than they assumed, and they kind of got stuck in there. And then it got worse and worse and worse. And there were no other ways to get in there. Was there like, a storm? The, Is that why the water raised? Um, I think so. I'm not 100% sure on the reason that just the water levels, it didn't say it's storm specifically, but I think in Thailand and and, and uh, just the like water levels. It wasn't level, the tide. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure why it was back so, out. Um, so tide crazy. Land. Yeah, but I think this this set of <laughs> caves is like pretty dangerous in general. It's like 12 different 
I don't know what they are, like cave pockets, I will, on the way down there. And there's yeah. like chokes in there where some of them are like a, a foot and a half wide and stuff, which is like That's fucking never put me, me. never put me in any cave diving scenario ever. Yeah, I can't for sure. do it. And you can't see because it's so muddy because so much water's flooding up. So it's just murky water. So you can't see where you're going either. Yeah. So they had to like basically get these great guys that could do that and go down there um, and be led, uh, <clears throat> leading some of the Thai like Navy SEALs. Um, these cave divers are like the number one people to do this. And they have to like lay down this track cable all the way through. And actually, one of the guys is like very fa- like very famous cave diver, like died somehow in there doing it. It was a, it was like, a Vietnamese oh. guy. Um, I'm not 100 percent certain on it. Um, I think so. Like, I remember reading about that. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy. They eventually got down there and found him, and they they couldn't do anything else besides bring the kids out like one by one. Um, well, there were no of the other ways to do that. passages because of how narrow it is, and they couldn't drill through any of the rock, whatever, too, because it might collapse it. And there weren't like any other secondary tunnels. It was like everything, like you couldn't do anything <clears throat> except for bring the kids out. But like bringing them out was super treacherous because the kids didn't have any training. Like these are professional, professional fucking divers. And like these kids don't know how to, don't know how to do it. So like they were like, what do we do? So the most interesting part of that, this, I didn't, I didn't know this at the time, is they had to think of a way to, to do that. And they basically gave each of the boys a Xanax. Yeah, and they then they injected all of them with ketamine. Did you know yeah. this? Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. So they basically like knocked them out all. kind of. They knocked them out with ketamine, which they agreed to beforehand. That has like back that has a bunch of uh, issues, including like scrambling memories and stuff. Like it's not good to, to do that, but they didn't have any choice. So they basically just like they like knocked them out. And while they were while they were bringing them through those 12 different pun- tunnels, a lot of the boys, like a lot of the boys had to be resedated at the, at the following tunnels because that didn't last long. Because the way it was go, the way the caves go, if you can picture it, like you're walking along and it would like dip down and you'd have to like duck under a thing and then go up mm-hmm. another thing and then duck into another thing. Well, when the water flooded, it just created all these air, these trapped areas of like higher ground. Pockets, yeah. Pockets. So they would have to like and go. Those pockets, most of the pockets filled up with water and there was no air. So, so I, I don't understand how the ketamine helps that. So well, if, they, if you're trying to instruct them to move their bodies, but then they just become kind of limp ragdolls, they can. They were afraid the kids, were, if, even if they were like were, panic. were like conscious, would flail around and would like panic. So the only way they could oh. deal with that is by basically just knocking them out and dragging Jeez. them. Jeez, because then they're just the dragging a body through the thing, which they they're successfully got everybody out, right? Yeah, but like one or Man, two of the guys crazy. actually, because it was so murky, like had issues and like lost the line on the way back and like had to just like find it in the water with like limited options. Oh, jeez. It's like all this shit I read through and I was like, no, like this is not. <clears throat> I, I can't. That's crazy. It, it is not. Yeah, it's so, not a story. For me. So the, I, I'm, I'm sorry. So they gave them the ketamine to sort of loosen their sort of I, inhibitions. I is that, I mean, is that, am I saying that <laughs> I right? Like, are you saying that right for me? Because like, yeah, because it sounds like if you're instructing them how to do stuff, they'd be a little too scared to do it, and their body nope. would defend it. Like they were Xanax initially because when the ketamine's temporary and Xanax is longer, so Xanax is to help like lower you and make you chill, right? But then the yeah. ketamine is as a sedative, so you get you get knocked unconscious. So that in the case that the ketamine wears off, you still have the Xanax, and they don't. Oh, jeez, good lord! So, so they basically like, had, and they're like, yeah. So they had to, like they basically just moved these lifeless in quotes. They were alive, but non-reacting yeah. bodies that they could just go through this one foot area they'd fit through and then just pull this kid with an oxygen mask on Ugh. dude there's there is it reminds me there was a movie i can never think of the name of nowadays but i saw it when i was a kid and it was it haunts me and it was a movie that had i remember bits and pieces of and basically a, a kindergarten class or something like that was basically held hostage by these guys with shotguns and like these like santa and duck masks and stuff kindergarten cop yeah 
No, and they they took them. They took this whole like this whole school or whatever away. I think it was the same story. And they brought them to this. Maybe the same different story, but they brought them to this other island, this place, and they were like in this cave, and they had to like escape from these guys that had built this fortress around them. It's called kids. Fortress. Fortress. That yes. is the movie. Yeah, we and want to see I'm this pretty now. sure in that movie, it scared the shit out of me, kid. <laughs> like they had to swim like that. They had to swim like that under Ooh. these like these pockets of air pockets to get out of this thing. I'm pretty sure it's the same movie. And it like the teachers had to like guide the kids, and it was like the most scary, like traumatic thing that I saw when I was a kid. I was like, I will never. It's whim. not for children. Why are you watching this shit? I don't know why. <laughs> fucking blame my parents. I don't know. It's, I am. Uh, <laughs> the whole am. class is kidnapped. Right. They're held hostage for some reason. Yeah. Um. I, I'm seeing. Is it from 1985? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. I've never heard of this. Seven out of ten stars. It's scary yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Like so scary. Is like, that why you're afraid people. of small spaces? I don't know. I'm not that scared of small spaces, but in general, I'm I'm really I'm really scared <laughs> of that. Like yeah. that. I would never, I would never. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh. But that's just. Anyways, I thought it was really interesting and like a, cra- a crazy, incredible story. Um, but that's my that's my aside regarding some of that investigation. However, shit. That what's um we'll take a uh, a swimming turn here to the right as we dive into our. <laughs> this is the same um, uh, rescue expedition that Elon Musk got in a Twitter fight with one of the yeah wanted to do the pedophile. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. What about Elon Musk? Elon Musk was gonna he got involved saying he would help by inventing a submarine to get these kids out. Really? Yeah. Like a small submarine. Yeah, Jeez. but he didn't. He had, like he tasked yeah. engineers with it, but then he got in like for the publicity he started like or for his own whatever reason, he started he got in a fight with one of the rescue divers and basically called him a pedophile. Oh jeez. And he's mm-hmm. good, like he's in court for it now for that Elon Musk is? Yeah. Oh jeez. Weird. Like yeah. Did the submarine yeah. run off run off of electricity? Who's yeah. ready for a game? Bam, bam, bam. Game bam, it bam, up, Adam. Please, please bring it. us up because that story just scared the shit out of me. So, I know yeah. it's scary as hell. Right this through is the hammock. Game time. Scared so the shit right, right, right out of me and into a hooker's mouth. Don't even. Okay. So, so They're disgusting uh, animals. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'm disgusting. Yeah. Well, this this segment. You're definitely the John game. McAfee of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So I was doing some investigation. I was like, oh, let me think of a, a segment. For this. So yeah, yeah. I thought of what is the way that you typically nowadays document uh, a, an adventure, right? Probably photos, video? Social media. It used to be, used to be uh, some uh, writing, right? It used to be photos. And nowadays it's video, right? And how, sure. what's the most common way that an adventurer would videotape something? What, like what product? GoPro. Yep. Yeah. GoPro, right? Yeah. That's like yeah. the adventurer's like journal nowadays, right? Okay. Journal. So the game is going to be, which well, of these situations have been filmed on a GoPro or have involved the GoPro, <laughs> and which of these are fake? Dude, this is the fucking best concept I ever heard of. Come on, Adam, you're killing it. This is why ah, I love it. Okay, yeah. So, so what's good? It's going to be it's going to be true or false. So that like like true means that this was actually uh, a GoPro went through this, and false means that it's been made up. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go okay. One, you don't have to. You don't have to have paper. We're gonna go through one by one, and we're gonna. You're both gonna say uh, guess in whatever order, and we'll tell you what it is. Okay. Yeah. You guys ready to play? Yes. Sure. Here Hold we on. go. Number one. Okay. Now I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> we'll start. Okay. We'll start here. Start with an easy one. This go. This GoPro uh, captured the the visual of a couple skydivers. Uh, skydivers escaping as two planes collided with each other. Okay. True what are we false? doing? True. I've seen it. Is has this been actually has this been actually done by a GoPro? Yeah, I saw it. 
true. Cool. It's true. I've seen it too. It's true. It's true. Good. Yeah. Good. You guys it's are great. It's crazy to watch though. It is nuts. Because they're just it's like, yeah. and you just they're like looking back up and you see them collide. You quickly see the, the plane. I'm like, oh no, fuck that. Did shit. everyone that get out nuts. of those planes or did people die? Oh, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Oh. I hope everybody got out. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> Gotta say yes. Everybody, everybody survived. That's why the planes <laughs> crash. Nobody's flying them. Yep. <laughs> okay, this Step one. Step one: okay. If you don't want them to crash, keep flying them. Um, a, a Kentucky woman swallows the GoPro GoPro hole and excretes it two days later. First thing you see in that footage is a hammock. <laughs> John, go ahead. What do you think? Uh, you're seeing it from the shit's point of view. Oh, that's funny. Um. <laughs> Damn, man. Uh, they released it in a full thing. It's called Without a Paddle. <laughs> don't don't say that. That's a that's a Seth Green movie. No, it's um, just up Shit Creek Without a Paddle. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he mentioned a specific state. I think it's false. I want to say it's false, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's false. That one's false. That one's false. You, guys, you, you guys tried you guys tried guys. to give us some two detailed details to throw us off the case. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Almost, we, Adam. Almost. We smelled what you were right. stepping in, buddy. Nice try. Yep. Okay. Johnny Depp okay. Shirt, Kentucky. Is he? Okay, two for two. Yeah. Stop knowing um, that. There you go. Okay. <laughs> keep track. You got to help, help me keep track of your own scores. Okay, number three. Oh, I'm um, winning. This you one. Told us we uh, didn't need paper. Of... This whole game is a charade. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one. This one. Uh, a, a grizzly bear eats a GoPro. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. A oh. GoPro is left. A, a grizzly bear eats it. Yeah. Grizzly bears. From what <laughs> so I understand hold on, about... hold on, John. Let me talk you through this a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm not gonna talk about grizzly bear anatomy. I'm gonna talk about Adam's strategy. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. The <laughs> last one had too many details, so he purposely it, cut all the details out of this one. This one has too few. It has There's no de- he's like bear ate something, and that's the whole <laughs> sentence. <laughs> like he delivered um, it to us like a caveman. The grizzly bear ate the woman who ate the GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking of GoPro stories. <clears throat> Frog on a log in the bottom of the Okay, so Bog. so so you're saying because he gave two details that it's true. That's where my you play me play the game, bitch. You are the game. Don't tell me how to win. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Well, Justin, well, what's your guess then? Well, what? Hold on, I want to hear what you were saying about bears. <laughs> well, well, I, I I just I was thinking about bears. Um, bears have been general? known to eat their own young, and they typically eat uh, when they're eating uh, prey. They eat it from Do they while eat the you're bones? still alive. Well, yeah. Or do they, they eat, eat the your bones? Guts. I want to say no. They eat your guts. Um, they eat your guts while you're still alive. So you're just like Damn. screaming while it's eating your guts. So are I want to say Are no. you basing that off of the movie Annihilation? I've never seen Annihilation. Oh, you should. It's good. Oh, all right. Um, I want to say false. Uh, Bear did not eat a GoPro. I think it's true. It is true. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. God. I'm three for three, baby. Now, now I'm losing. You have plenty of time to catch up. Don't worry. <laughs> All your hopes and dreams, John dashed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, it, it GoPro uh, dropped from a height of eighty thousand feet, uh, hit the ground on Earth, and has survived. And the footage has been recovered. Okay, so he got very specific with the details there. He like got eighty thousand feet. How high up do planes go? Forty thousand. Uh, Is that so? Yeah. Well, yeah. commercial planes typically fly at forty thousand. So what yeah. would go up? We, we googled this once. I mean, it could fly up there, other transcontinental flights or something, maybe. But we like looked this up once, talking about would they fly into mountains? Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we did. You're right. Um, what's your answer? Justin? <laughs> you know, basic gaps in knowledge that we have. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's true. I'm I, I'm gonna go false. True. Oh, for Christ's sake! I'm 500 now. 
This stinks on ice. I hate okay. it. You should have <laughs> went to community college like me. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, yeah. next one. A few scenes from the popular show that has just ended called Game of Thrones. Hmm. Never heard of it. Were actually recorded via a GoPro. Oh, that's a good. Uh, never heard of it. <laughs> ooh, heard ooh. Of it. There are some. Ooh, uh, man. They spend a lot of money on that show, but there are a some scenes. Entire where I can, I scenes. Can... That's what you're saying. I said entire I said scenes. Parts of scenes. You didn't. There say are certain scenes. scenes where it seems like a GoPro is just following somebody going through. Yeah, a dragon. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go true. I think it's false. False. God damn it! <laughs> I'm under 500. I'm I'm two and three now. This is ridiculous. I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. No, you don't. Uh, you wouldn't even get drafted. You wouldn't even get recruited to a baseball team with these odds. Justin's these undefeated. Here we yeah. go. We got a couple couple easy ones for you. Um, a go. Okay, this. Oh one, wait, they're gonna get easy now. Okay. They're gonna get easy. <laughs> All right. Um, GoPro has been strapped to the back of a tortuga turtle. What oh. is a tortuga turtle? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's yes. true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. He's coming back. He's coming back. Three and <laughs> okay. three, baby. A GoPro yeah. has been strapped to the back of a dog as he jumps off of a cliff. <laughs> what kind of irresponsible last dog owner? <laughs> or idiot ass dog. Uh, no, nah, he jumps into a body of water, so that's true. Well, uh, no, that's false. Why would the dog just jump off a cliff? I don't know. Judges. That's false. It's true. Oh, oh, I even called really? the, the method. Yeah. Did okay. the dog live? Yeah. No, but they got the GoPro. Happy ending. <laughs> oh. okay, uh, a GoPro. Uh, now this one strapped to the back of a toddler waist deep in a ball pit as he punches another kid in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Toddler in a ball pit punches other kid. Why put the why put the go? Am I overthinking all these? I'm overthinking all. I don't know. What do you feel? Well, it's, Justin's just like I'm true, just false. True. Well, false. I'm just not vocalizing. I should vocalize it. You should make us vocalize it. That's the problem. I'm just well, you're, you're, my answer. You're undefeated, is all I'm saying. Sure, I'll have you. I'll have you talk about your rationale behind why it's true or false. Okay, so I get a toddler punching another toddler in a ball pit. That just that's shit toddlers do. Mm-hmm. Why strap the GoPro to a toddler? <laughs> While you're at the McDonald's, like what's well, the point to that? Plan, they didn't. They weren't like, okay, now fuck him up. They, <laughs> <laughs> they just put a GoPro on a toddler, right? And, the toddler and then it just happened. No, no. And they were just like, oh, this would be funny. We've got to go because, like, you were being like, GoPros are a bunch of douchebags doing stuff. Well, the problem is they became no. prolific. No, this yeah. is what happened, right? Everybody got GoPros because they were pretty affordable. Yeah. You know, they they weren't like thirty thousand dollar cameras that could do all this stuff. They were like pretty good video. Yeah. <clears throat> and they have all these like different mounts you can get. And it created this very unique perspective that people weren't used to seeing recorded and being able to watch and repeat. That's why everybody you know got one and everybody did it. And nobody likes watching them for the most part. Except unless you're you that guy what? that jumps off the cliff and goes under the wave. And then you see the shape of the wave underneath and you're like, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was going to be Adam's next thing. Okay. I know. Anyways, There's so. a shark. I've seen that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Trump's our president. I'm saying that's true. You guys yeah. both say it's true. Yeah. Yeah. False. Oh! God damn it, Adam. <laughs> I am two on. I don't even want my score. Okay, 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 okay. No, you don't you want your what? You got it. I, I don't know what my score is, but I'm two under 500. And just I've missed so. one. Yeah. You're going to yeah. come back. You have to come back. Yeah. Yeah, you say that. 
Okay. Okay. GoPro. Um, (laughs) The the, the GoPro has been, it was dismissed by Bear Grylls because, quote, nature is unforgiving. It's way too small. It's just too easy to lose. Hmm. It's a good, uh, if this is a lie, Adam, this is a good lie. Yeah. If if you made this up, Adam, it's not bad. So here's what happened. If if this is true, this is, I'm going to talk through the ifs here. If this is true, it's when it first came out. He doesn't think that sure. now, but he thought that maybe initially when he thought it couldn't be as good as they were claiming. And mm. also, he's probably best friends with his cameraman and doesn't want the cameraman business <laughs> or out of a job. Yeah, the cameraman's also kind of there in case something goes awry too, right? That's yeah. true. A whole, so I mean, you, you've seen the thing where they're like, it's all staged. Yeah. Adventurer. My beehole. I will say that Bear Grylls, true, he did speak out against the GoPro. Saying I say false. Oh, fuck. I talked you in and you walked right into it. What the fuck? I should be in sales. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, are you wearing a yellow shirt? Uh, No, it's mustard. Ooh. Details, huh? Yeah. All right, Adam. All right. Here we go. Listen, I had Coca Cola today, so I'm firing on all cylinders. (laughs) Yeah, you really are. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This GoPro, an octopus steals it from the guy holding it. And swims off with it into the ocean. And they obviously recovered it, so not forever. Not forever. How'd they get it back? Adam? Yeah. <laughs> if they got it back, that's how they'd know the thing stole it in the first place. Do you see the somebody chasing up to... The idea of these is all of these are... The footage has been recovered, right? That's how the video... That's <laughs> For how the, the most part. Well, unless it's false. Well, yeah, that's my point, though, is the premise is if it's true, it's because they they know this because the footage was recovered. Mm-hmm. So an octopus stole it. You want me to answer first, John? Yes. All right. I think it's true, and here's why. Sounds believable. <laughs> it's not the best reasoning, but, you know, there wasn't a lot of details. I'm going false. Did I walk into it? It's true. Adam what do you say? God damn it. it. I'm... Ugh. It's just, it was so like, yeah, octopuses do that all the time. Grab stuff out of divers' hands. How is that obvious? I don't get it. Like, you're just it's like, yeah, obvious. I've just, I've that. seen, an, I've seen it. I've seen octopuses take enough things out of divers' hands, like enough videos. It's just that. a chance game. It's just if you believe it or not. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. You, you know okay. what the problem is, John? You don't believe enough. You got to believe. <laughs> <laughs> you got to believe in yourself. Okay. Video. I, you you got to believe in you like I believe in you, buddy. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you can do it. Video of a... Of a you can do uh, anything, John. I mean, not this, but anything else. <laughs> anything else, yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam, sorry. GoPro captures guy playing saxophone while surfing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best story I ever heard. Uh, you say GoPro captures like it happened accidentally. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Playing saxophone while surfing is really difficult. Not impossible. Man. <laughs> I don't know what you're singing. It's that song. Um, I don't it's know what you're second. farting through your mouth. Um, <laughs> it's called you know, talking. That's true. That's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Nice job, John. Nice job. See? Story. Finally. GoPro captures guy playing saxophone while not on surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> False as hell. 
<laughs> that could never happen. Yeah, impossible. Wait, is that really your thing? Is that are you asking us that? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. GoPro captures guy playing saxophone. I'm sure yeah. that's happened. Yeah. Yes, I bet true. it has happened. I bet it's happened. Nah, probably a cell phone would do that. Oh, for Christ's sake! It's true. It has to have happened. Somebody has filmed himself playing saxophone. Yeah, I made it up, but it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a free point. That's a free point question. That's Thanks, a third buddy. category of complete bullshit. I'm doing way better now. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one. Uh, this go- a GoPro was lit on fire and tossed around by jugglers in the practice area of a circus. Yes. That's true. No. If you light it on fire, you've damaged it forever. How would you even know that? Ha- False. I think it's true. False. Really? Yeah. Nice job, John. Recovery. Recovery. Whew. I'm going to win this well, one, boys. I wouldn't. I wouldn't okay. say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're getting there. We're about halfway through. Okay, this wow. one, this GoPro was smuggled into a prison where it was used to uncover misconduct of the prison warden and... St- oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's true. That has to have happened. Yeah, I think that happened. Yeah, I think that's true. going true. True? Yeah. Yeah. False. Fuck oh, you, Adam. You stink on ice. That's what you do. God Got damn. him. I like that phrase you're using, stink on ice. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. That, mean, that means you really stink. Yeah. It means no. you, you'll stink more later when you thaw. Yeah. You're like, you're stinky now, but man, oh, boy. Like, Captain America was still bad when he came out of the ice. Mm. Well, did he? It's not like he was sweating for 50 years or whatever. It's a good point, actually. You're just chilling. He <laughs> had some mold shit in there. Mold shit. Okay. Okay, this one. Anyways. Uh, that GoPro. didn't happen? No. What? No, it didn't happen. Hmm. Sounded very it plausible. Should it should happen. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, GoPro fell off drone at Burning Man, then was passed around a drug-riddled mob. You can go for this one, John. Burning Man is filled with drug-riddled mobs. I'm guessing. Uh, I could see somebody having a drone there. I could see somebody attaching the GoPro to the drone. I could see. I could see the GoPro falling off the drone, and then it was passed around by the drug-riddled mob. It's true. I feel like it would be hard to recover the GoPro in that scenario, though. Harder than the octopus scenario? Well, the octopus, you just follow the octopus. Unless the octopus goes to Burning Man. (laughs) Put it on a drone, flew the drone over a drug-riddled crowd, but he's an octopus who doesn't really know how to secure it properly. All right, so what was your your statement, John? True. I think that's true. It's true? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm I'm like... like 500 now. I don't know. Come back. Why you keep saying 500, but that's... I, it, it just helps me. I, I, I didn't write all these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> GoPro has been used by the President of the United States to secretly document cabinet meetings for later reference. False. For false. Christ's sake, that's false. False. That's got to be false. It is. Good. Um, a GoPro has broken the sound barrier. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. All it takes is somebody in something faster than the sound barrier wearing one although would they allow you to wear, well they do have cameras in there they'd probably so true. purposely yeah that's true that's true yeah true true nice yeah back on Go- top buddy boys yeah 500 <laughs> gopro <laughs> um, re- we're <laughs> gopro pros john <laughs> well records the I, final yeah. words of a diver lost at sea Oh, fuck. This is sad as fuck, Adam. Why would you say this one? (laughs) Next time we do this, leave this one out. I'll tell you. (laughs) Okay, so if it's his final words, 
Mm -hmm. He's saying, saying something into the GoPro as No, no, hold dying. on. Say, re, say that again, Adam. I think there's GoPro a trick here. GoPro records final words of diver lost. Okay. So they found the diver and his GoPro was still working because they had to watch the last footage. Do, so when you're saying final words, you mean his right final words died. for his whole life before he died. Yeah. Yeah. Adam. Because it could just be the last words of him while he was lost at sea and then he had more words oh. after he was saved. It's a Maybe. good point. I feel like Justin's nitpicking. Justin's dominating. That's the thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying um, yeah, it's it's completely possible that somebody could die at sea, have a GoPro attached to them, totally. say their final words into the GoPro, and then somebody goes out there to rescue them, and they don't I get think, there. I think here's the thing. I think if that happened, we would have heard about it. That seems like a major story, like a super like sad all, story uh, that news would talk about. I feel like we would have heard all these stories if they had happened, even the false. No, ones. but even like things like octopuses, just people fucking around in the ocean. That just happens. I Octopi. think this is true, but I think it's misleading. Uh, oh, uh, uh, if well, uh, I don't think it, if the, I don't think the, I don't think this happened in the way you're stating it. So what am I saying? Is it false? I don't think it happened, but it could have happened. I think so it's I'm false. false. Yeah, yeah, I'm on. I'm bored with you, John. Just stuck with your first choice. It's true. Is it? Uh, did man, the person die? It's true. But the person didn't die. The person thought that he'd lost his boat. He lost his boat, and he thought he was gonna die, and he did this whole death thing, and then a. Uh, I'm counting that as a win. I win that one. I got it. <laughs> You can't do that. That's cheating. What are you going to come erase my mark on my words? But he lived. Like they weren't his final words. <laughs> well, they no, were his final recorded. words while he was lost at sea, which is like technicality. <laughs> you caught him on a technical foul. Yeah, they were his mm -hmm. final words before the batteries ran out. Yeah, yep. it was his final words before they took him to McDonald's after they rescued him. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. GoPro strapped to people as they jump between moving trains. Oh, that's that's. I think that's uh, true. Between moving trains? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean jump between moving? Like both going opposite directions and you're... Really? Two trains going the same speed, same, you know, direction. But why would that happen? Why would you have two trains going in this? It happens in Chicago. I don't know. I'm not a train really? engineer. Mm -hmm. Like um, it's just two subways leaving line. the same... Yeah, two two, it's one big stop way. that has a bolt, yeah. multiple... Yeah, yes. That. And they're jumping between them? Like from train to train? Mm -hmm. Like James Bond. <laughs> Indiana Jones. That's an adventure. Um, <laughs> Are these false. people adventurers? I, yeah, I, I, just, I, I can't even picture that. It's false. What do you say, Justin? It's true. It's true. I mean, can somebody show me this footage for Christ's sake? It's like, I probably, I can't after this. It's like, <sighs> this is like, this is like those Russian people that like are like insane. <laughs> yeah, they climb up the edge of a building and hang on with just one hand and then. Yeah, I've seen that. Or they have their dash cams on and they catch somebody trying to make getting. Or a tank yeah, driving yeah. down the highway. Yeah. <clears throat> this one, uh, similar. They're, uh, they, people are wearing GoPros and they're, they're sitting down on the tracks and they're dodging subway trains as they come out. No. Uh, wearing a GoPro, dodging subway trains. You can't lay on the tracks. I don't feel. I feel they're like just as a train comes, they're like like bullfighters. They're just getting out of the way. Oh, but don't you get electric? I thought you get electrocuted if you touch the tracks. If you touch the third rail. <sighs> third rail, yeah. Like operation, yeah. You have to. You know, I'm going true because every time I think it's, it's always true. All right, I think it's, it's true. Also true. It is true. true? Oh, yep. I missed another one. True. This one's the, <laughs> this one's a freebie. Because um, I said dodging subway trains, I put 
put in the Subway sandwich and substitute of meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big false arena. <laughs> uh, okay, you got me. You got me. That one's false. Uh, <laughs> close. Um, okay. Uh, uh, GoPro buried underground with remains of its owner. I mean, uh, what would be the point of that? Yeah, it's going to run out of batteries, right? Well, yeah, but then they dig it up and recover the thing. Well, what are you what are you putting it down there for? To watch your loved ones decay? That's morbid. That's, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not implausible, but yeah. Uh, I'm going false. Hmm. I will go also false. False. Just seems silly, Adam. Buried underground within a time capsule for future discovery. True. Oh. Uh, but w- again, w- why would you put the GoPro in there? You just yeah, put the wh- memory card. What are you catching with it? Yeah, I'd say yes. You probably did filming the whole event and then put the whole. You should just put the video card in there, though, not the GoPro camera. Yeah, you don't need to put the false. whole thing in there. Although maybe Adam is messing around with the wording there. So true. It's true. Justin? I think it's false. It's false. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Can you give us two more? Justin's sure. going to hang this insignificant game over my head for. Sure, oh. sure, sure. I'll give you two John, more. John, there's no way I would remind you that you're the world's biggest loser at this game <laughs> going forward. I can't even imagine how that might look. You already started. Where okay. I've missed four, and that's the number you've got right. <laughs> um, here we go. GoPro hit by MLB, MLB baseball player into the st- into the what? Into the stand. Do you want me to go first, John? Or do you want to go first? We got two go more. First. This is one of two. Okay. If you blast a GoPro with a bat, it's gonna shatter the shit out of that thing. Unless there's something about GoPros I don't understand, and there's a way to hook it onto something. That to where... seems actually very possible based on the score of this game. That there is something <laughs> about GoPros you don't understand. <laughs> so you have to, you'd have to attach it. You'd have to put it onto a baseball somehow. But then, how does it not get damaged when the? Well, well, I guess you could hit the GoPro itself. But I, feel I like would you, not be surprised you, if you have to put it in some sort of like carriage suspension mechanism just because that that thing it would literally destroy it they swing that back so goddamn fast yeah into the stands i mean those pieces probably ended up in the stands if that's what they did but it would also yeah, destroy the sure. video card um that's false that's false i think it's true false oh that makes yeah, I, just, oh. I can't even yeah. like picture how you would do that so you could but i could i could see how they could build something with a ball where the gopro's in it and it would like oh, shock oh, absorb oh. basically yeah. But well, I think it's know. probably doable. I just Wait, it's false? It's false. Yeah. Did I say false? No, I said you true. Said okay. Said- this is our last one, Adam. Let's make it count. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. GoPro records uh on a human person uh who is on an active volcano as it erupts. So let's talk this through, John. Teamwork makes the okay. game work. All right. So my my initial th- thought is that they're at the very top of which is stupid because if you're at the very top and it goes dead. Top of a volcano? Done, like the rim. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. If you go to the top of a volcano as it's going off, you're dead because that lava comes out and you're pretty much burned to death. 
I but think Adam, are... Adam, Adam just said on the volcano. So you could be on the like the side, the, the side and escape. And there's possible. different – here's the thing. There are different levels of erupting volcanoes. Not all of them are Mount Vesuvius, blow up and obliterate everything like in the movie Volcano or any of the other disaster movies in the 90s. What do you mean? Like sometimes the lava just dribbles out? Right. That's uh, still an eruption. I think that – But even that, though, if you're, at the, if you're at the top, you're kind of screwed, right? Did you? Can you restate your thing, Adam? GoPro on, uh, on man records active volcano as it erupts. True. True. Yeah. The way you're wording it, it's true. True. God damn, we're good, John. True. <laughs> we should have been working together the whole time. Beautiful, beautiful. We brand. were in a way. Working together. Well, I mean, time. much less true than I, I stated, but we did work together in that last question. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I was inadvertently working for you. I guess I'm the real <laughs> Indiana Joe now. Mm-hmm. India Joe. <laughs> India Joe. <laughs> It's India Joe. <laughs> Some real off-brand Indiana Jones. India Joe. I hate snakes, Chuck. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? You know, I don't like them. <laughs> or some other reptile that's not as threatening. Why did it have to be turtles? Um, <laughs> all right. So that good was game, a, Adam. That was a good game. Good job. I think we should continue this trend. I think, uh, I think we may have stumbled upon something here that is... I think I, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, some ideas this has given me. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think, John, having heard the adventurers, having played Adam's game, uh, modern day adventurers, are they, did they live up to the hype that maybe you thought they would be? Or what do you think? Your takeaway? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, I mean, as a, as a millennial, right. Uh, my whole adventurer, the line where I draw it is, is Indiana Jones. I mean, the guys that I found pretty much did some of that same shit. There were some guys who were uh, fighting the Nazis. There were some guys who were in South America looking for uh, ancient ruins. There are guys in the Middle East do, uh, finding ruins. I mean, like they're just doing all the same stuff that I thought that the stereotypical adventurer does. They go to different places. A lot of them had were uh, were professors. They uh, they were successful in their field. They were they had degrees in archaeology. Like it's literally followed like the same stuff as like Indiana Jones. Like that's what I think of as an adventurer. The only other yeah. thing I, I, the only other thing I held in my mind as an adventurer is someone who did something that's never done before. But like you said, that's probably more of a pioneer than an adventurer. But even so, I still feel like, you know, I think there's a, there's some part, some aspect of adventure in the pioneer. Yeah, there, I agree there, with that. It's, it sort of bleeds into the other one there. Uh, the definition wise, like, you know, the, like I said, the first astronauts, like those guys had to have thought to themselves, like this is something no human's ever done before. So this is an adventure basically. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's, yeah. I mean, it lived up to the hype. I mean, I was able to find stuff that, you know, and I realized now I've wasted my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that was my point here. All right. The podcast yeah. is officially over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam, what do you think? How about, how did, what was your takeaway uh, on all this stuff? Yeah, I think similarly. I was actually, I'm actually surprised that there were people that were so closely related to the his, the historical true person that was Indiana Jones, and I I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't really know too much about that backstory, so I guess it's kind of interesting how how blatantly that was taken into the movie. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, but also I I know a little bit about McAfee from just knowing stuff about Infosec, but at the same time I didn't I don't know all of his craziness and all of his exploits. So uh, kind of highlighting some of those weirdness things is is kind of also very interesting and uh, it sounds like he's still adventuring as he's still kind of somewhat wanted and 
boat hopping and all sorts of stuff and he wants to be home president so we'll see how that adventure goes in the case of 2020 yeah well yeah spoiler alert it won't go well (laughs) probably not you know i mean i think it was mostly hype for whatever he was doing it it gave him notoriety in public yeah whatever yeah Yeah, i i was actually really uh, i thought it was awesome that you found basically a real life indiana jones which is uh like to i mean because like there was adventure stories already like that george lucas grew up and Steven Spielberg grew up like reading and listening to, and like those types of guys were around, you know, a presence yeah. in culture. Mm-hmm. You know, there were radio plays and there were adventurers that were doing stuff like that. But to find people that were so closely following very such a similar path in real life yeah. is really fascinating. Um, I yeah, didn't think and, it was true until I saw it. Yeah, no, which is awesome. Yeah, because I know you're like a really huge Indiana Jones fan, and to see He's that awesome. actually be real, you're just like, well, damn, real people can do this. It's not just a movie. For real, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty crazy. There was a guy I knew that he went to UCF and studied archaeology. And what he did literally was go around and like work at dig sites and re- uncover archive, uh, you know, like that was the guy he got it. That's what he did for a living. And I'm like, that's insane to me. Like he went around the world to digs. Yeah. He would be like, I'm spending, you know, he's spending six months in Belize uncovering or, you know, wherever, somewhere in South America. Literally, we've uncovered a new dig site. We have to go uncover this stuff in a way that doesn't damage it and preserves it and study it. Found fossilized shit. Yeah. It's got a (laughs) hammock-type pattern. (laughs) It's got bite marks in it. (laughs) God. And I I agree. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Adam, I thought your game was really an interesting take on the adventurer. Like, modern-day adventurers, they're not, like... Plenty of people are the kind of dilly dilly <laughs> adventure, you know what I mean? They're yeah. just, uh, well, I mean, I've done that shit. I bought an underwater camera and went on like a uh, kayaking adventure in the place where it's like it's super safe to be, just swim. People get drunk on it, and I'm like, Lou, I'm putting there's fish under this water, <laughs> you know. And like, I've watched the video once, and then like, what am I doing with this? I'm not, you know, I'm not on an adventure. <laughs> I watched the video once, and I was like, yep, there were fish there. Remember that time there was fish in the water? <laughs> like, Nobody's doing anything with this footage, but some people do some very cool stuff with the GoPros. Oh, yeah, they do. Because it gives you such a unique perspective that you can't. It's oftentimes it's a very interesting first person perspective on things you wouldn't see. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Like, what do you do you think? Are they going to start like people strapping GoPros to their kids to like if there's like weird school environment stuff happens? Like, can you do that in the school? Like, is it against like body uh, cam their kids? Yeah, it's like record stuff at school uh yeah you're not allowed to record other people without their consent oh okay yeah that makes sense yeah although there's things about public places but yeah are you gonna put your kid in that situation right yeah i don't know yeah because you're allowed to film your kid at the park right and technically you're filming other people so yeah but but it's like what you're doing with it and i mean like i think technically you're allowed to record the police right yeah Mm -hmm. but oftentimes the police try to like bully you to stop yeah that's true yeah. i mean they're allowed to tell you to stop but you don't have to i guess right right so you can find us on some social media i'm gonna close this thing up uh, i thought this episode was awesome i thought you guys mm-hmm. did a great job as For always real. it's always really fun to do this stuff uh record these shows uh you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash research and destroy podcast you can get us uh our episodes on the website uh research and destroy podcast.com you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all those places. 
Uh, if you would go there and leave us a review, let us know what you think. Uh, rate us five stars. That would be awesome. That would really mean a lot to us and help us get uh, noticed by other people so they can kind of enjoy the fun and antics that we've got going on. Um, and if you have like feedback for the show, Facebook is the place to give it to us. You can message us directly. We do respond to messages. You can leave a message on our wall, comment on stuff. Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. It's your story now. You, you, you decide what is right. <laughs>